everyone. Welcome to the season finale of Coach Pat Chat. First of all, I'd like to thank you all for coming for the ride this year. Next year, we're going to try some new segments, maybe some buzz, buzz ways, just ways for you guys to get engaged. But today, I'm really excited because someone who came on early on the podcast, and also I'm going to dive into the opportunities he gave me to help me grow. He has a lot of great resources and is just... Uh, his energy is contagious, and you can't you can't not have a good time listening and talking to this man, Dale Sidebottom. How we doing? Number two, Pat, <laughs> two time baby. I absolutely love that. Um, I think an episode about four or five, um, and I was just telling you before, mate. Uh, incredible amount of podcasts you've done. You've just come on the scene and you actually made all of us look really bad have been doing podcasts for a few years the way you just went bang the guests the quality so um very excited to be the last guest of the season mate yeah yeah thanks a lot for that dale i think you're too kind because it's a, and when people say these type of things i think they need to realize that you guys started podcasting in normal life i did it when i had nothing else to do man and i had to be at home so I appreciate the sentiments, but it actually was really easy. You still did it, mate. Yeah. You still did it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but the podcast <laughs> is to get like people like you on so I can learn from you. I, I always tell my guests it's actually a selfish job because I'm learning firsthand, and then the rest of you get to learn later after I've learned it first. So um, I appreciate that, though, uh, man. How are you holding up lately? I, I know it's... Um, Vietnam's a bit more fortunate. It is kind of back to normal. And that's not a bragging thing. It's just to set the tone. Uh, I know it's been a long time. So how are you doing with uh, being at home in lockdown? Yeah, mate. We are just talking a little bit uh, before about it. And uh, do you know what? I've been really positive about the whole situation. And I think in the last two weeks, um, as I said, I'm, I'm very energetic. I'm upbeat and things like that. But... I'm really missing, I'm a massive extrovert. I feed off people's energy and I'm really missing, you know, being going into a school, run a workshop, work with students, work with staff, traveling, because I travel every week and um, I haven't been able to do that since, I don't know, I think about 15, 16 weeks ago. Um, And Mm. yeah, today I probably had one of the the rougher days I've had for a while, mate, I'll be honest. It, uh... It sucks, um, but I know everyone's going through those things. So, yeah, I just wanted to be honest and uh, say that, you know, if you are having rough days, and, and in Australia, like, there's still a lot of things we can't do. And I know around the world that is still very, very much the, the fact. So, um, for me, uh, it's, it's just about, you know, day by day trying to get through and um, hopefully <laughs> that maybe after 2020 I'll be able to go back and start doing what I love doing. But, um there's been other opportunities that I've really enjoyed exploring and slowing down was one. Um, I really enjoyed that for probably the first three months, Pat, like taking some time and, and not traveling. I thought it was really good, but uh, at the longer this drags on, uh, the, I don't know, the, <laughs> the more I realize I miss what I do and, and I, I love what I do. And um, I'm very fortunate like yourself and so many teachers that listen to this that we have the best job in the world and um, when that's taken away from you, you really sort of reflect on it and um, I'm excited to get back and I'm really missing it, mate. Yeah, dude, I, and I, I appreciate your honesty about it because um, I think everyone knows how positive you are 
um, with your approach to everything. And I think it, it's really helpful for people to realize that, hey, man, everyone's going to have a struggle here and there. And uh, that's okay. It's okay to uh, open up, whether it's to someone you love or like, I think a couple, like a month ago, I opened up on Twitter and just kind of made a video where I was just struggling and I got a lot of feedback. Um, pretty much like go pick yourself up and positive things. So it's been really helpful, but I really appreciate that you uh, took the time to um, be honest with the listeners and whatnot that uh, things are going to be tough. And uh, it's just, as you said, it's going to be a phase. We'll get through it and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and I know I'm here, but as many listeners know, like I haven't seen my wife in four months and that's been pretty brutal. I mean, to be fair, um, I compare this to like the night. I, I have a bad habit of comparing everything to the nineties cause I'm convinced like the, the nineties was amazing <laughs> and everything. But if this happened to me in the nineties, I, I wouldn't get to see my wife every day. Like I do get to see her and we FaceTime every day. So she's in the States, so, uh, but she's the tech director. So she's working from noon, not noon, she wakes up at noon. So 6 p.m. her time to 3 in the morning. So when I wake wow. up, yeah, it's been rough, but Ooh. my parents had to do the same thing because basically they went back because they're a bit older um, and Europe was getting hit back then. Uh, but not all students went back, so they kept it normal Hungary time. They lived in Budapest, and uh, so they have to adjust their hours in order to do the live sessions with the kids. Lisa's a tech director, so she just really needs to be able to go to the meetings. Um, so she's become used to this schedule, uh, but she said two more days. I can't wait to just hang out with my family and not have to go to bed at <laughs> one and two in the morning on a Friday to catch, to get my sleep schedule on par for Monday. Um, wow. So that's, and that's, and that's what I mean, mate. Like you think about that. Everyone, you, you really need to be empathetic because everybody, you know, like it's affected people in different ways and that's where it's good to, you know, say you're struggling and things, but not burden people. And like, you're not burdening anybody. You've been honest with what it's like. And I think that's one thing that I've really appreciated from people that everybody is struggling some way, but I think there's that general respect that it's not just you that's going through this, right. everybody, you know, and it's everyone's got a different story about the effects. And we'll look back on 2020 and you'll be like, Wow, that was a year that uh, I never want to experience again. But you know what? I learned something from it. And and do you know what I mean? Like you're more resilient. You're stronger. You've been able to build this relationship. Yeah. Your wife doing those hours is ridiculous. Like that's like shift work on steroids. You know, like so. <laughs> um, but how good is it going to be when you see each other, mate? Oh, and you'll amazing. be able to look back and laugh. Uh, I can't wait. There. Uh, so we have two more days of school, um, and then Saturday night at eleven p.m. So this is this is where I chime in with my what I'm worried about or struggling with. I, I'm a little nervous to fly uh, right now. Um, That's fair I'm enough. a little nervous to go to the United States and be in an airport. And this is not me bashing anything that's going on in there. But there's a lot of cases and there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of people 
that just refuse to wear masks. And I'm coming from a communist country where when the government says put on a mask and stay home, people are putting on masks and stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I've never, I'm not like pro-communist, but I will say uh, the communist government did uh, handle Corona pretty quick here. So maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Um, but I'm a little nervous. Uh, I had miles, so I was able to upgrade to first class. And that's not even for the comfort level. Obviously, yeah, I want that. But it's more so I can be not in the main cabin surrounded by. And I think they have to cut the flights in half anyway. Like flights can only be half full. But even with that, I just said, um, Lisa, I'm going to use the miles so I can be in a area where there should be even less people. Um, I think I'm going to wear gloves in the airports, but not in the plane. And I bought some hands, like those sanitizer wipes. Um, but that's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of things to think about just to get on a plane. Uh, but you'd rather, you'd rather do that than, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I think it comes down to, yes, you want to be safe, but... If you if that reduces your anxiety and makes right. you feel more comfortable, right. mate, then that's the best thing you ever do. And and that's where like don't ever like if people ever judge anyone for wearing different things or not wanting to do things, like everyone's right. got different anxiety levels. They worry about different things. And um, people need to do what they need to do in these tough times. So, mate, that's great. Like if that's <laughs> gonna help you get there, and while you're sitting up the front of the plane being a hobnob, that's fine as well. Yeah. Big first class hero. Yeah, I'll take the champagne, <laughs> man. I mean, I'll take the perks that go with That'll it. That'll be real hard. I'll pull my mask down a little bit for some champagne right before I go to sleep. I hope it doesn't slip through your gloves. That would be, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, so that is something that's on my mind. And... Uh, my wife did fly the same route because, as I said, she uh, she had the surgery in Thailand and couldn't get back here. So I'm flying from Hanoi to um, Korea, Seoul, and then Seoul to the States. Two stops in the States. Um, and then uh, it's not mandatory that we quarantine in the States. Uh, again, it's not. Well, it's, it's, what do they call it? I think it's a mandate. Like... They expect you to, but it's not tracked. You know what I mean? And then coming from a communist country again, like you're definitely quarantining when you come to Vietnam. Um, so, but I'm still going to do it. Um, so that's going to be hard because I like to be a responsible citizen and whatnot. Um, but I think my wife's going to quarantine with me. Happy <laughs> days. <laughs> You got a bit of time to make up, mate. Yeah, so know, I'm sure, sure you'll enjoy. Well, each she's other's picking company. me up from the airport anyway, so it's like, well, we're already in close contact. Um, but I don't know. We still got to figure all that out, especially since this is going out to the public. Uh, we don't know if we're quarantining together or not. Maybe I'll quarantine alone, as far as you guys are concerned. Um, <laughs> But speaking of quarantine and everything, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, first, I want to, and I won't take up too much of your time today. I know, I, I, like, I know people are at home, but I know it's important to have time with your family and whatnot. Uh, but first, I want to thank you about the webinar. The webinar I got to do on Creative Play, that's really, so we, we talked on the podcast. I got to know you a little bit better, and we really discussed 
uh, unstructured and creative play a lot. And then I had, I, I was writing an ebook based on our conversation. Actually, I just, I, uh, I didn't plan on that until I got to know you and I just came up with some ideas and I think we actually talked about it on the podcast and I got your, your take on it, like the recess stations and stuff like that. And then, uh, I actually hit you up and said, Hey man, I want to get this content out there. I've never done a webinar before. And you, you, you were so kind and just like, I mean, you knew, you knew me, you knew my content, but you didn't know me that well. That was all early in our friendship and you, uh, no questions asked, let me come on. So thanks so much for that, man. That was one of the funnest things I've ever done. No worries, mate. Well, and like when we had our chat, like I was, do you know what? People are giving me the same opportunity and that's what I want to try and do now. Like I've obviously got, I've built up a good platform and I've got a good following and, um, I feel that it's now my responsibility and it's very similar to like being a teacher and students, you know, that mm-hmm. um, I had some fantastic teachers that they are the reason I wanted to be a PE teacher and then I become a PE teacher to do the same thing with your students. So my thing is now that if you've got a platform and there are people out there that are doing really good things, why not share it with people? Do you know right. what I mean? And that's you, I've taught you how amazing it is when you can present from different countries and people from all around the world can log in and i think that's been one of the huge positives pat about you know COVID 19 is that um people have realized that there's so many opportunities out there and you can do it from where you can learn from anybody um at the comfort of your own home and um it'll never it'll never replace seeing you present live or seeing me run a workshop or whatever and that that's there's something special about that but as far as people sitting in their lounge room and still learning, it's a pretty cool thing that we can do. And if anyone takes anything away from that, I think the amount of webinars and conferences and uh, different things that people have offered during this time is oh it's been pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, listeners, I'm going to have to – I don't know why i got to talk like this, but it's the end of the year. But uh, excuse my language, but holy shit, I never thought I'd watch so many webinars, man. I like- <laughs> Oh my God, I've learned so much over COVID. And like, I think I told you this last time, like I would never say COVID is a positive thing, but I definitely had a lot of positive experiences from this time, being able to work on myself and then watch webinars, stuff like that. Just like what you're talking about, having the time to be at home and actually watching them live because I used to watch them recorded a lot but I, and i know like watching them live it depends on the webinar and whatnot sometimes it's very engaging sometimes they just get to your questions at the end but i think when you watch the webinar live whether or not they're engaging you um or not i do get a sense for me this is just for me everyone's different that i'm more engaged um because let's say i'm watching a webinar recorded there might be a time where I got to pause it and I got to go do something else. But if I'm watching it live, I'm there for the entire time. And uh, I found that really useful. Especially, so when you did your, uh, your series, I tried to watch as many as I could live for sure. Thanks. Maybe- man. Well, it's one of, it's one of those things with, uh, I think doing a webinar is, and I've spoke about this recently. It is the hardest thing you'll ever do. And the reason being Patty is because, you cannot see your students' faces. You cannot see anyone else's faces. And you're simply talking at a screen. And 
Like when I run a workshop, mate, I'll, I'll speak for five minutes and then people will go off and do something for five minutes. So it's not that I get a break, but I can walk around and interact and see with people and answer questions. Whereas when I'm doing a webinar and like yourself, your experience, if you can do a good webinar that's engaging, you are a superstar, I feel, because you'll never ever, you're just staring at a screen talking. You might yeah. have people, you know, commenting, but you can't, you don't know if they're watching, if they're on their phone, if they're, you know, playing Lego with their kids. You've got no <laughs> idea. So, oh, mate, it's um, one of those things that you get feedback from them, but you still don't really know. You, you can't read body language. Body language is the ultimate response, I feel, for anything. And a webinar, you don't get any of that. So, yeah, it's, it. I think it'll make people better presenters, better teachers, better everything. If you can engage an audience so you can't see through a webinar, then oh, kudos to you because it is a very, very hard thing to do. Yeah, and I think the that's a really good point. I think the other benefit for the people that like myself that haven't presented at a conference or anything like that before, it's a great way to see, not necessarily as you were saying, what it's really like, but kind of like a baby step into presentations and stuff like that and uh i i think that really opened the door for me because after after i did it with you i did phys edagogy and this summer i'm doing just because i have time this summer i know i'm gonna be on quarantine so i was like why not i'm doing the uh the iowa aford uh one so um and, and mostly the main reason I'm doing these is like, cause Vietnam's like ahead. So like the last one I did was going back to school PE. And the only reason I can do that is because our school is like the first school to go back in the world. So it's cheating a little bit. Like it's not even like nah, I have not, all this knowledge. Not it's at all. Like I did it first, so I'll try. Uh, but speaking of online learning, because going to a new school, I think there's even a chance. I might have to do it again after I've come off of it. And I think a lot of schools around the world will have to do it again. And uh, this is just one feature of why this program is so great. But uh, your fitness game zone, uh, let's dive into that, man. Great, great, yeah. great stuff on there. Tell me about it. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, so this is basically my last six or seven years work everything i've ever created i've put it on a site and call it the fitness games and the reason being is there's sort of fitness games on there, there's educational games there's learning courses um so it's sort of like educational movement uh so it's designed for classroom teachers PE teachers anybody so um one of the things about it is uh for all my workshops and everything i do i, I always i my thing is creating game, finding ways to make movement enjoyable. And if you can mix learning, connection, um, all of that together, you're onto a winner. And um, I've just slowly been chipping away over the years at this. And um, when I first created, I think I had 200 games on there. It was pretty cool. I started getting some members and stuff like that. And um, recently, we released our 850th game. And each game... It's got a printable PDF, uh, there's board games, there's everything. And then I've also recorded a video for each of those games, either me presenting to a class at a conference um, or just explaining how to run it. And um, what I found was that the site, uh, when it was first launched, it was great with 200 games on it, but then you get uh, 850 games, 850 videos, and now there's uh, 80 online professional development courses on there as well, and it was just really slow. So for the last four months, 
um, been working. We've just released his brand new site and it went live last Friday. And it's uh, what I call it. It's essentially like Netflix and Stan for online fitness, education, movement and PD. Um and really stoked with it, mate. And if any listeners are out there, you can you can sign up for free. There's a free option. And um, with that, you get like 20 free games and six learning courses. And you can just check it out and everything like that. So um, for me, I never <laughs> I never thought that coronavirus was going to come and it, that there would be, right. need to be a platform. But it, it was actually perfect for it because a lot of the games are – student-led so you'll print off each game's got instructions a score sheet and there's a blank score sheet so what i would always find is like i told you remember when you designed your monopoly game mm-hmm. is play that monopoly game but then use the blank copy and get the kids to design their own game and then they can teach it to another student or it's a great way to show what learning has taken place and get buy-in from the students like if they can create their own game with the lesson you've taught them wow it is so powerful so um for me, it's I've never had so much time over the last probably fourteen weeks to spend on it, and I think for that reason alone, it's it's shining. So um, yeah, go and, go and check it out. Uh, it's it's something that I'm really proud of, and uh, yeah, it might just just get the free membership and, and see what it's all about. I think that's probably the best thing you can do. Yeah, and I, I saw your post the other day that uh, you, you were creating it, uh, giving you. Uh, a free membership and uh, I, I would agree with the sentiments that I heard the other day is I think once um, people see the content see the course like not just the games but the courses or the PD the stuff they can learn I think they'll probably definitely want more content there's so, a really there's a really good one on there from uh, a PE teacher in Vietnam about around the benefits of play and stuff I don't know you might know him <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You can you can watch yourself a game, mate. Yeah. Dominating. Uh, <laughs> you're too kind. I, I, I'm glad no one can see me because I'm getting red over here. Um, <laughs> I thought you were a bit sunburned. Looks looks nice and bright it's there. Not, the it's not, it's that, that that little area from the motorbike helmet that shines. The you, like you've been skiing. In. Like you've been skiing down the slopes. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate that, Dale. But no. Um, I, I definitely think that people should definitely check this out and not even just, I mean, we have mostly phys ed listeners and stuff like that, but we definitely have, so I've noticed we started to get a following of coaches and uh, even some other style of educators. And what I noticed uh, the, the times that I've gone on there and just kind of peeked around and whatnot there's a lot of great team building games that you can use in your educational classes not just physical education not just coaching um it, it, there's a ton of games I even mean, if you know dale you know he he really specializes in team building and how to get people motivated together and building relationships so there's a lot of stuff like that in there so to the listeners um if you know some educators that don't listen to the podcast um, I'm not telling you to tell them to listen to my podcast and get more listeners, but I will put <laughs> the it. link in the show notes so you can share it with them. Um, I think it'd be really beneficial to anyone at your school. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. really excited I, about that. I love, I love that as well, Pat. And I think, so all the games that are running my workshops and, um, so I think there's 
I call them connection starters because I don't like the word icebreakers, but in the icebreakers category, I think there's like 150. And um, a lot of them are fantastic for right now because if you've got students, I know just in Australia this week, all the students started back. And the number one thing that is that missing with everyone at the moment and that they're reporting is loneliness, you know, that lack of social connection, missing missing being around people. So the key is when these students come back, if you're fortunate enough to have them back this year, is um, that these are the games you want. You want them to have fun. You want them to go into that flow state. And that's what play does. But we talk about this all the time. We both love it. But if you can build connections, have fun, socialise, connect, um, and and do it in a fun way, then uh, that that's essentially what my workshops are based on. And once you do that, then you can go into other educational things and stuff. But um, a lot of the, every game that I use in my workshops is on there and all the good ones I've actually had filmed of, in a workshop. So um, you can't obviously get face-to-face <laughs> PD at the moment. Um, so why not go and check that out? But I think, as I just said, there's in the free 20 games, there's about four of them on there. There's, one called Clapping, one, two, three, Stop, Walk, Name, Clap, Dance, Jump, um, and another one. And they're the first three games I use at every workshop I run. It doesn't matter if I'm doing that with personal trainers, coaches, full school, PE, administration, managers. It doesn't matter who it is with. Even with the kids, I run those three. So go and check those out. Um, a lot of fun and a great way to yeah reconnect with your students and build that connection back up that they're really missing at the moment. Yeah, and I think what another thing that because I reached out to you the other day and uh, I actually went on and used a couple. Um, So let's look at this week. Last week of school, right? Grades are done. Graduations in the gym. Art gallery in the NPR. Red zone outside. I'm freaking out of how to make my class purposeful and whatnot. And there's so many games on this uh, website or platform, if you will, that you can do in the classroom, like the team building things. Um, And that's just an example. Like this is something I was dealing with the other day and I needed help. Sometimes things happen, things come up, um, communication breaks down. You need something on the fly. That website's right there. You can access it right away, right before your class. And I'm not, I'm not saying like you should just use it uh, for a filler. I think there's a lot of ways you can put units around it and utilize the content for a unit. But at the same time, there's a lot of games on there that are convenient where you can say, we can't use our normal facilities, but I got a game for you guys today. And they're engaged right away. Um, yeah. So that's what I love about it as well. Um, and I, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse or pump you. I'm trying to pump you right now. but uh, <laughs> Thanks, right? I, yeah. I do appreciate it. It's, it's nice just listening. so many different avenues where the, the resources can be used. Um, and uh, I, I love your other websites, too. I did the Jugger Life Challenge, the 30-day. Um, Good man. That was, that was big for me because I, I was very close to losing my mind. Um, and I needed some gratitude, I, uh, I needed I love some to, happiness and stuff like yeah. that. Your, vid- your videos, mate, I think uh, when people see somebody else, you know, expressing themselves like that and sharing kindness or gratitude, uh, it's infectious. And 
So well done for doing it because sticking to something like that for 30 days, mate, it's, uh, do you know what? It can be confronting. It can right. be challenging. Um, and to put yourself out there like you did, mate, that's, I think it's really good. And if people want to go and check that out again, it's, it's free. You know, um, I put that together because it's something that I did and I'm like, wow, well, I reckon people will really benefit from it. So, um, yeah, I, well, for sticking at it because uh, a lot, I think a lot of people start things and have best intentions, but then, you know, for different reasons, they drop off. So right. um, I was I was very proud, mate, of the videos you were doing and, um, you know, sharing gratitude publicly. It's, I don't know, mate, it's, you're being vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. So hey, well, man, you helped legend. me get there, though. Like that whole thing, I didn't start doing that until I did that day of the challenge. And then uh, I just felt... Like, it's so cool. I feel like I always say some things that are going to be, like, offensive to people. Like, he's talking about me, but I'm really not. All I'm saying is, for me, I'm a very... I think I'm like you. Um, I'm an extrovert. I'm loud. I'm... And my wife's an introvert. It's the weirdest relationship. Um, so she gets mine. so mad when I... <laughs> so hey, mine, I invited, like, <laughs> everyone over for beers tonight. And she just rolls her eyes, but... Um, so the, I just, for me, I want people to know that I actually am thankful. And sometimes, first of all, Twitter doesn't give me enough characters to say what I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing you because do, I'm a that's rambler. That's the videos, mate. Yeah. Uh, so the video, when you came up the video thing, I think I've almost thanked, uh, everyone that follows me or that i follow um <laughs> i just i Good way to keep followers mate <laughs> well you, you know that's not what it's about but um no, every, no, every, no everyone basically impacted my life in a different way and like i didn't do it all in a week like sometimes um hold on uh i got visitors hey just drop them outside the door thanks Sorry, people are returning PE equipment. Um, I'm, sure, I'm still at the uh, office, everyone. So we working on that. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I'm rambling about how I share videos. Yeah, so Dale, uh, through your challenge, I realized the value that uh, I had in using video to thank people and tell them how I feel. Because I'm, as I said, I'm a very extra, that's not a word, extroverted. Um, I'm an extrovert. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, I never thought about it before, but it really helped me just show people how much they mean to me and how much they care. Uh, I care about them. So I thank you for that challenge. It actually taught me a lot about myself and, uh, you guys need to check out the app. I will put that on the show notes as well. Legend. And I think, uh, like you just said, when things are going tough, it's, it's always it is hard, you know, to share gratitude or or do something nice to somebody else, but it actually improves your mood tenfold. And like like you were saying, you know, you haven't been your wife and stuff like that, and you are sharing all this positivity and being kind to people and gratitude, and it actually does bring your mood up. And that's not being selfish. You're saying this because that's what people mean to you, but you get the uh, you get the, the ripple effect or the the boomerang comes back and hits you, and you actually feel a lot better yourself. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, and I, I forget what podcast you were on. I think you might have been on the Voxcast with uh, Jorge. 
Um, and you were talking yep. about, uh, well, also your TED Talk. Uh, so one thing I loved about the TED Talk is how uh, you talked about how you used to um, battle with being envious of other people and not, and then you completely flipped that into loving everything that everyone does and like I'm relating to the mood that you're talking about. Um, so I think that that story really changed my life the first time I saw that TED talk and I'm not trying to take all your time. Um, but I, 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 I was the same way and I, I wasn't very vocal about it, but if I, I was so focused before on, I want to be the best candidate to get to the best school. And like, if I saw other people getting second interviews or something like that, I would internally, I would get frustrated where it should be like, he's probably a very good, he or she's probably very good, very deserving. I'm not there in my career yet. I can learn from them though. And in the past, I wasn't like that. And I listened to the things you talked about. Um, and I, I grew a bit on my own. Yeah. But that really changed my life into how can I celebrate other people in order to not be envious, but learn from them and help me grow. And in the end result, I'm going to, let's put in quotes, get what I want to grow as an educator instead of just being frustrated and not moving forward. And I'm also showing that I care about other people. So that really changed my life. And I, I never really thanked you for that. Oh, thanks, mate. It was uh, one of those things doing that, because like, I was pretty vulnerable. You know, I shared, well, I was called narcissistic to nice. You know, I was like pretty harsh on myself, but I think sometimes you need to own it. Um, and actually putting it out on that platform and doing it, it was... Uh, it's probably one of the most proud things I've ever done, mate. And um, I know you were very close to doing yours before COVID came, and um, I'm sure you will get another opportunity. But it's uh, if anyone, uh, I think a lot of people when I spoke about it, that uh, I said I've only got 15 minutes to talk, and they go, "Oh, that's such a long time." And I'm like, "Oh no, like yeah. I can normally do a keynote 45 minutes or an hour, or, or I can do a two day workshop where I talk the whole time." Whereas right. if you've given me 15 minutes, I need to break a story. I need to give context i need to give stats and i need to give a solution right. and ah oh. so the amount of planning like you did i remember when we first spoke um i'm in my office now and i can see the butcher paper of my <laughs> talk and i'm going to keep it up there because to fine tune it and get it right it was something that uh took a lot of work and right. i've never been so scared in my life doing something um but i think when i walked off it was oh i didn't even feel happy i was just relieved to be honest mate. it scared the crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a beautiful story though. And the funny thing is, like, when we started, when I started following you and stuff like that, I didn't even know, like, that you went through all that. And you're such a positive person. Like, I, I was blown away when I watched it because we had been talking for a little bit. And uh, I think the honesty and vulnerability is a beautiful thing. Um, I think, and I, I, and I know your purpose isn't always. Um, how do I say this? It's not always to help people change, right? Some people are in a good place. They know where they are, but it's a story that no one can walk away from without learning something about themselves. And I think that's the beauty of the TED Talk. But I think the most beautiful part of the TED Talk is that outfit, mate. Where did you find that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? So this is 
I was uh, for when so on just my schedule this year. I had like six month world tour booked in, and three I was in. I was going to be in the states for nearly three months doing three keynotes, and for each one of those keynotes, I I've got at home different outfits oh. like the one that I have for my <laughs> TED talk. So I had. I went and bought, like, I've got three brand new ones. I've never worn them. I'm like, bang, I, I want to go to the States. And I want to just make an impact. And I want to I want to just get people going, wow, and, and you know, wow from the start. So um, now I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I might just dress up and wear them around the house. My wife already thinks I'm weird anyway. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't just have one of those kits, Pat. I've got another three brand new ones with tags on them that I was going to just – really get out and about in the states and uh just gonna start a peak institute uh anyway (laughs) hey i think you should just save them man you're gonna be you're gonna be traveling at some point might as well just save them i mean there's nothing wrong with wearing no one's gonna want no you wore them before wear them around the house (laughs) if you want but uh. (laughs) oh so i think uh with that though like I think uh, wear what you feel comfortable in, and I think the best thing about that is I'll I'll go in and do I'll do like a corporate keynote, or I'll speak to like some executives. A really big corporate function. They're all wearing suits, and I roll in and I wear shorts every day, and I don't even wear polos anymore. I just wear t-shirts, and I have socks pulled up, and I've always wearing Nike runners. And you know, people judge you from the start, and it takes you a little bit to win, to win them over. And I still remember when I walked up on the TED stage wearing that matching, like, full kit, and I could see people's faces, and I love it now. And I think this is brilliant because they're already judging me. They're going, wow, this bloke's different. Um, and that's what I want. I want to walk on there and make people smile before I even start, and hopefully that smile gets bigger when I finish. That's amazing, man. You're you're a super du- I, I like dude I I'm gonna get like fifth grade on it you're just a super duper dude like <laughs> I could I could come up with all these great adjectives and whatnot but I think if since we're both in love with play super duper is the perfect phrase for you um, love it love it mate. man I uh I also wanted to tell people before we sign off today um when the world comes back to life, this is a man that you want to present and do different activities at your school and whatnot. So I will put his, uh, is your contact info on ener- energetic education? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah yep. So yep, I'll so put, if you just go on there. Okay, I'll put Dale's website, um, his energetic education website on there. And you should be able to contact him. I know I may be a while away, um, but it's something you're going to want to save. And the beauty of the podcast is you can just jump back to this podcast, listen to it again because you loved it so much, and then click the link. (laughs) Uh, Dale, I I can't wait till I get to meet you in person, man. I don't care how it happens. We're going to make it happen. Uh, And, uh, dude, I'm glad... I'm glad overall things are going well. I know it's a tough time, but yeah. uh, you got your family and you seem. Uh, my goal today was to make you laugh. So if you were having a rough time, at least yeah. Pat, Pat yeah. tried to hook you up with a little laughter, you've, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you've done that, mate. You've done that. I think uh, one of the one of the best things I've been on Twitter now for about seven or eight years, and 
I think one of the best things about it is I'm fortunate enough now I get to travel around and when you meet someone that you feel like you already know, it's such a beautiful feeling and uh, I think that'll be the same. When we meet, mate, I'm looking forward to a beer. Um, Life isn't about alcohol, but I'll tell you what, I I do really enjoy a beer. I love presenting, I love play and I love having fun. And I'll tell you what, mate, you've made me laugh today and you've brought my mood up. You know, exercise, music and laughter bring your mood up and you've done that. Even though I've been sitting still, you're a champion, mate. So thanks, buddy. All right, I love it, Dale. Love everything you're doing. Um, I'm going to post this pretty soon. I'll put all your content in there. Um, I will be in touch on a personal level to check on you, see how you're doing, see how you're holding up. Uh, But I would like to thank you for coming on for a second time. Season one wrapped up. Couldn't have gone better. Love it, dude. Ring-a-ding-ding. Pat is the king. Thank you very much, buddy. (laughs) All right. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you all for listening.